to live and exist within the cave, one is trying to get in. Then to get in is the example of the dog that our life is going to be filled with testing and every type of difficulty be put upon us and tested upon us and we pray that Allah's reign of rahmah and mercy, muhabbat and love is our guiding principle. With that understanding that Ya Rabbi every test that comes that what would the beloved of Allah Sayyidina Muhammad do because he's as close to you as your jugular vein Prophet His light is in your heart, his love is in your heart. In this durood that we were reciting earlier these salawats that he's in your hearing and your seeing, fi samahi wal basirat that in your hearing and your seeing every faculty that Allah gave to you Prophet is within that reality because it first has to come to Prophet before it comes to creation. So that the nearness of Prophet is unimaginable then we ask ourselves that what would Prophet do? And then that inspiration begins to come into the heart that remain silent, keep quiet, have the best of character. Allah wants to bring out your fragrance and Imam Ali comes and reminds that to be sweet even to the hand that crushes you. Because that hand that crushing you its real crusher is Allah because who can move a hand without Allah's permission? Is it possible that somebody can hit you in the head, can it? Who's hitting you? Allah So you go home and your wife is beating you, <laughs> yeah you just say, Ufawud Umri in Allah, in Allahu Basirun Ya Rabbi, enough please. <laughs> Fish one more, you're, you're down and out. So who, who can bring a hand towards you especially if we are sitting and trying to do good amal. If you're not believing that's somebody else's discussion to make. We're coming to improve ourselves, coming to glorify Allah love Sayyidina Muhammad We have to have no doubt and real maqam al-tawheed is Allah's hand is over everything. If it comes like this it came from Allah If it came like this to feed you it's from Allah Everything comes from Allah What is it then to be angry about and angry at who? The only anger is, Ya Rabbi give me sabr. Why? Why I'm not understanding? Why can't I keep remembering? And that's why then you put post-it notes all over your house, yeah. Why, why Allah made post-it notes? <laughs> not for work, for, soli- for the seekers of reality is to post all these character defects everywhere because shaitan's biggest trick is to make you forget, right? Oh I heard, I heard, I heard you, you go home, what? Shut up you! And answer back, oh I forgot what Shaykh said. So you put the post-it note everywhere, Ya Rabbi I won't answer back, I won't say anything back, I tried to have the best of character and you put these post-it notes everywhere. Because I saw a movie of a person who had no memory, very interesting movie, didn't have any short-term memory. So whatever you tell them two seconds later, what? What's your name, what? And the person literally had to put post-it notes all over their home to remember everything, what's my name, what's my phone number, 
But awliyaullah teach that in their courses, that put the defect that you're working on. If you have anger, if you have jealousy, if you have enmity, if you have the inability to take a comment or suggestion from anyone and you want what everyone else has, whatever it is you put the post in there. You have anger, you want to fight everyone, eat everyone, attack everyone, you put the post-it note everywhere. And every time you go to make your wudu and shaitan try to forget make you to forget, you look at the note and they say, oh I can't forget. And as shaitan gets so angry at these post-it notes because he's trying to make the servant to forget and each day fail so that there won't be any growth in that servant. If you fail every day at the end of a year you got nowhere, you went backwards. But when you post-it note and put an outside uh, test for an internal sickness, so Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq the Dalil is he put a rock in his mouth. He put a rock in his mouth to remind himself, don't talk. Not because a Siddiq and Mutlaq has any type of bad character but he was being dressed by realities that why to talk to people, Allah dressing me from secrets of Holy Qur'an. We don't have that issue, we have only the issue of we're about to say something bad, we're going to be angry, our tongue is going to be sharp upon people, so put a rock. But because of today's legal society they say, Shaykh I might choke on the rock, so don't put a rock because you, <laughs> you may choke on the rock. Put a candy, lollipop, you know you put the lollipop has a stick so you can't really choke too much when you pull the stick back out. <laughs> so that's why we give these lollipops, well you need one right now. <laughs> so <laughs> that's why we're gonna hand them out after, you take the lollipop. Right? And you, you remind yourself, as soon as you're about to get angry you unfold that lollipop and put it, I'm about to say something to you. And that becomes our way in our life, it's just trying to work on these characteristics, understanding that everything coming from the hand of Allah with the good characteristic and when Allah sees that the servant is struggling to improve themselves, إِذَا جَاءَ نَصْرُ اللَّهِ Allah sends infinite support. We said before even you call upon Buddha, Nujaba, Nuqab, Awtad wal Akhyar, Ya Qawthun that what Allah gave to you, O Allah, that support, Allah will inform them. This servant is struggling against themselves, what I have given to you of blessings of your inner and outer realities, Allah knows what these awliyaullah are in charge of, that they come and begin to change. That's why I say, if you're truly on a path of love. If it's love that you want, sincerely, Ya Rabbi I didn't come for wealth, I didn't come for fame, I didn't come for any of these, I came for the love of Sayyidina Muhammad That love should be changing you entirely because as you move towards that Allah will make everything within that insan to change into muhabbat and Allah will make all His creation to give you and send you its love. You feel the love within the flowers, you feel the love within the sun, you feel the love within the air and the breath and then Allah surrounds you by people who are filled with love. So you, you make a, a garden of love with all these roses begin to bloom within this garden of love. And that's the… these are Riyatul Jannah, the majlis of shaykhs are the gardens of paradise. Because they, they, they watered it with muhabbat and love and what comes from them, these are the roses of ishq. 
everything coming from their garden are roses and if Allah puts a little bit of squeeze on the rose, immense fragrance comes out, immense fragrance comes out. That's why then everything has to have a difficulty. Any mother here, all these Rumi quotes that we're posting, these are all the teachings. Any mother here knows that that beautific child that you're holding came through nine to ten, nine and a half months of severe difficulty and the last few hours of its departure from your womb and entry into the earth was horrific difficulty. The moment that child is born the mother forgets and just kisses the child, counts all the fingers and toes and says, Alhamdulillah Ya Rabbi shukrulillah and thinks that, I'm ready now for another one. If they put a child in our <laughs> belly and say, that's coming out, oh, jump off that bridge. Well, what Allah gave of an immense ni'mah means everything in life is going to have a price. We go through the little bit of difficulty for its sweetness to come out. We pray that Allah rain upon us in our life a sweetness, a mercy, a rahmah, a love and that our way is a way of love. Our way is a way of love to the heart of Sayyidina Muhammad With good characteristic we begin to enter that cave. Then those who are in that cave, they say, Ya Shaykh how, how can I get closer and how do I know my proximity to Prophet Forget about even knowing the proximity to Allah is how much of your being is in love with Prophet How much of your being is continuously thinking, how am I going to glorify the magnificent status of Prophet Then you understand why people are of service. Some people work two, three jobs and they come and give big support, big support for Mawli the Nabi Even they work one job, even they have a skill, they have, a, they have time. How are you going to be noticed and how are your du'as going to be answered? If you don't give anything or any time or any ability for Prophet and then you can think to yourself, you know I really don't do anything for Prophet Then you know that your love for Prophet is like a part-time hobby. It's a hobby, it's good, it's fun, it's entertaining. But those who know themselves they say, no, no I'm, I'm doing everything I can, I come, I clean, I give, I donate, I, I, I give service, I know how to do internet, I know how to do everything. They live and breathe the love of Sayyidina Muhammad You go out and you do da'wah for what? To find people in foreign lands or for the love of Prophet Means everything for that love. When you do that and you're inspired in khidmat, you're inspired that you're working hard for what? To build the, a big huge pension that Allah will ask you every dollar of it what you're going to do with it. Or there are people who work hard to support the tariqah, to do the mawlids, to do the events. Everything in our life based on that love, based on that reality and to raise our children with that goodness. With that reality that they're sitting in the majlis, they're sitting in the zikr, they'd be raised, that's the inheritance. Means that this khidmat that we do brings the sweetness in my life. When I go to bed at night I look to myself and say, Ya Rabbi I tried my best that day, really I tried Ya Rabbi. If you gave me more I would have conquered the earth by now, maybe yes, maybe no. But we, we have to believe and think like that 
and that we feel that happiness and khushiya in our heart. If you really truly believe you're doing everything for that love then you should know Prophet nazar is upon you. That you're doing that much for me, my nazar is continuously upon you. If this is a part-time hobby for you, it's a part-time nazar from Prophet Yeah, part-time look at you every now and then when you're really bad I look at you, God got you back. But if you're continuously doing for the love of Prophet everything about your reality is for the love of Prophet then you must know in all your heart that you are continuously under the nazar of Prophet That's why the shaykhs come in our life and ask, be of service. You know, go down and be of service. The people who can serve, serve. The people who can clean, clean. There's no cleaning crew that comes here. If the condition in these facilities are not clean, this is a reflection upon you. Not me, I'm not supposed to go in there and clean you. You have to clean after yourself to show your love for Allah That when the servant thinks with maqam al-ihsan and perfection, Ya Rabbi how dare anyone could come and have a bad experience for the love of Prophet It should be spotless, it should be clean, it should be perfumed. Everything should be the best of what Allah gave to us so to show our love for Prophet then you have the nazar of Prophet So means the khidmat, the service, everything we're doing is to gain the nazar of Prophet That's it, not for anyone else. If Prophet happy and satisfied with us, that dresses and blesses every aspect of our life. That becomes our inheritance. When people are eager in dunya that work hard, make a big pension, put lots of money aside, put big buildings aside and I want to give it all to my children. Oh uh, I grew up with all those children that they smoke that and they drink that in Las Vegas. All that crowd in California, whatever their parents gave to them they either drank it, sniffed it, smoked it and ended up in Las Vegas. They don't leave anything. If you leave something from shaitan for your children, all that's going to happen is shaitan going to be all over those children. But what is the only thing a believer can leave for his children is faith. That faith, they ask any shaykh who's dealt with anybody here, everyone from a Muslim background that we've dealt with, their family ancestry was involved in tariqah. Shaykh, I'm 20 years I'm gone. 20 years I didn't pray, whatever the servant is saying but I remember I came with my grandfather. I came, I used to sit and pray, now I'm going through hardship and I'm thinking to myself and remembering I used to sit with my grandfather, I used to sit by my grandmother's chador while she prayed. I used to sit with my father and my mother if they're closer to their parents and then my mom always prayed and I sat with her, I didn't pray but I always remembered it means the faith of, of the believer, the actions of the believer is the only inheritance that they can give to their children. They said, Dad you, I remember all my life you took me to zikr, I remember praying by you, sitting on your sajada while you're praying. All of those events Allah will burn it into the heart of that child. Burn it like a light into that child as a capsule what they have in this dunya they call time capsule. He'll protect that memory. Because Allah knows what He's written for these children and for our generations, what they'll go through in their life until that capsule opens one day. Because the actions of good and pious people will never be lost.
will never be lost. Allah says, as I guided you I will guide them but each has to go through their life experiences. But this inheritance that we can give is only this good amma, these good actions, this zikr, this majlis, these associations. And they remember and the shaykhs know that whatever hardship they come in life they say, no, no what I remember from my shaykh, my father's shaykh is every time we praised at the end he gave us candy. Not he smacked us because we read the Qur'an wrong. We have many of those who came with that, that they were beaten in their amal and they only have horrific memories. The way of Prophet everything beatific. How many of these children will be raised with beatific memories of candy? That salawat is associated with nice candies. The dhikr and majlis of dhikr associated with nice candies that the shaykhs give out the candies to people. So that why? To burn that memory within their heart. No matter what hardship you take in life, whatever Allah written for you, this memory will come back. And that memory will come and bring you back towards your iman, back towards your belief we pray. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzat amma yasifoon wa salaamun al mursaleen Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen wa hurmati Muhammad al-Mustafa. And the Siri Surah al-Fatih.